0: She Talks Asia seeks to be a microphone for voices and ideas that can make an impact for women around the world. We believe in the power of sharing stories and sparking necessary conversations with some of the most interesting and inspiring female figures we've come across. Listen in on these conversations here on the She Talks Asia podcast. Hey everyone,
1: welcome to the final episode of the She Talks Asia podcast. I can't believe it, we have come to the end of season one. Thank you so much to everyone who walked with us on this journey. You know, this has been such a learning experience for us. Not only did we get to meet and hear from women with such diverse perspectives and such inspiring stories, we also got to develop new skills. I personally... Got the chance to get my feet wet on, you know, interviewing, hosting, editing, you name it. I got to try it. So I'm really grateful for this experience. We decided to cap off season one with a co-founders episode because we realized that when we started this project, I think about seven or eight months ago, we were all going through different changes. And now we are all at different chapters in our lives and it's just amazing how much life can happen in such short a time so today i'll be joined by my co-founders isa and bianca unfortunately sarah and V had to beg off because of work but we hope that you enjoy this episode we'll be talking about the different changes we're going through in our life and how we're learning to dance with this current season of our life even if it's just the three of us we still ran over time so i want to give a special shout out to our editors and renee our project manager for tightening this episode as per usual they are our unsung heroes during this season so thank you so much and without further ado let's jump right in and once again thank you so much for sharing this experience with all of us there you go last episode hi ladies hi lynn hi isa Hi! I can't believe it's our last episode. Oh my gosh.
2: What a journey Hello. it has been.
1: I know you two are new to
2: the podcast space. So, in general, how have you enjoyed this project?
0: You know, I can't okay. believe. Ako muna. Mas <laughs> ka Okay, go. <laughs> um... Uh... Wow! first of all, thank you. Thank you for, again, helping me grow and, you know, take on something that I would have never done on my own if you didn't push me to do this. And it's not like you held a gun to my head. <laughs> it's not that. But, you know, if you didn't encourage me, um, if we didn't um, decide to do this, and literally on my own, um, because... Alam Bianca, mga artista, normally the script is prepared for you. Everything's done for you by the producer, by the show. And so this is my first time, apart from making a talk, like uh, doing a, you know, creating a talk. This is my first time to really prepare everything and edit down um, material. I did that when we had the one-on-one interview with Sarah, but that's my story. So it's very personal. It's so hard. Uh, it's a different layer of a challenge when it's uh, something like this, an interview with somebody that you don't know as much. I only really got to know Inka because of our podcast. And I i must admit, you know, there's a everything is a learning curve and I learned so much. I I wish that I had taken more time. As soon as I got back from the UK, I said, okay, I'm going to take this on. It was like three days after I got back. So I was just, you know, getting into the groove of things here and then having to juggle everything. So I wasn't in the right, I guess, space mentally. I wasn't as prepared and I could hear it, you know. Um, thank God for editing, <laughs> it became a <laughs> pretty decent conversation. But if, it was an 80-minute conversation <laughs> that I had to trim. Parang, may na talaga ako when I was trimming it. Saka, so, how am I going to make this? Oh my gosh. Ang, you know, like, kalat, sabog. Because that was really where I was at. I was not... Um, I guess, ready to take that on. And I, I would have probably, it would have been better if I had done a an episode maybe with Lynn already, maybe the Lara one, if that um, happened before. So I would have known what to do a little better. But it, it's also great that it turned out that way because baptism <laughs> by fire. I yung feeling ko, but learning by doing. Learning, and which is so me, right? Um uh and and i felt so empowered actually when the finished product came about so there is that you know you have to be structured enough to to know what you want to come out of the conversation and um yeah but but really i i felt so empowered that i can do this <laughs> after after this maybe, maybe It would really be nice to have at least one other person to to jam with about this, you know. Um, Since I'm not as structured as I would like to be just yet, doesn't mean I won't be able to learn how to do this better. And, but, you know, it, it would help. But the fact that I was able to do that was for me already a big win. So thank you. Yeah, I love that episode. It
2: was so playful and raw. And actually, you were so hard on yourself. Can I say, as the one who listens to all the episodes, you kind of critique yourself too hard about that episode because I actually enjoyed it. What do you think, Lynn?
1: I actually you. agree. You know, is one strength you have both in real life and I think in the podcasting world is that you bring a lot of warmth to any conversation you're part of you really make me feel like I'm part of the conversation, even if I'm a listener and even if I'm an interviewer. So I was just listening to the Lara episode recently and I realized that I was having so much fun just being there to the point that I had to remind myself once in a while to speak up because I was enjoying being a listener while being your co-host and it really was such a pleasure to um to have done that interview with you and and you know to go on this journey with you but I can relate to you <laughs> <laughs> I can relate though to what you're saying about or being hard on yourself because honestly I'm a kind of person who doesn't really get imposter syndrome if i'm being honest but this episode brought that out in me oh my gosh it was so hard to listen to my voice it took me a while to submit my edits for the first episode the one with lydia because i just couldn't stand listening <laughs> to my voice there was a way to mute it and you know i would i have this tendency that my brain Works faster than my mouth, so I realized I would skip some words. I would even commit grammatical errors, and of course, I'm very hard on myself because I'm an educator, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it was so difficult, but you know what? This journey has taught me a lot of humility, and can I just say, wow, Bianca G, you do this all the time. I am so proud of you. I appreciate pa even more now that you know I've understood like how, like all the work that goes into. Preparing an episode, editing an episode, and just you know, just making sure that you
0: do justice to every story that you tell. Sobra. Mm. Like you are that's really you're a producer then. When you say Bianca Gonzalez, people will think, oh host, the right? But it's beyond that, you are a producer and, and an excellent one in both being a host and a producer. So that's your strength.
2: Wow, I didn't know this was Mutual Admiration Club
0: episode. <laughs> At, <laughs> oh, naman, siyempre, ba? Di ba? And siyempre, ako, you know, Lynn, ako naman, when I was listening to that, was so whenever I listen to, to Lin speak, there's always a lot of substance in what you say. I'm like, I'm ba to? <laughs> <Di> ba? <laughs> yeah, talagang, actually, we're, we're all hard on ourselves to a certain extent but knowing that hey we we actually form this team so that means together we are so strong <laughs> we are <laughs> talagang we we, we believe na believe sa sarit, <laughs> <lalo> together <laughs> you know, we, then then you know we we when I think about it, wow, we were really unsiguro handpicked to do this together. So thank mm. you, Laura.
2: Mm. I believe that as well. Thank you for your very, very kind words. And may I say, you two may be hard on yourselves about like the questions you asked, didn't ask, that you said this or didn't say this. But I don't know if you know that you both are excellent conversationalists, super, and in a very different Way, I agree with Isa and her warmth. And it's always it gives you that warm, fuzzy, relatable feeling. Linaman, it's impossible to not learn something new or a new perspective from you or your guest. And the same goes with our co-founders, Sarah and Vicky, who are obviously excellent speakers and listeners as well. Um, it for me, like you said, no, I do my own podcast regularly weekly so doing this she talks asia podcast beside that was such a challenge not only time-wise but also because i had to unlearn so many things that i did in my own podcast to allow this podcast to have its own flavor its own style its own cadence i did not want to like impose na oh, ganto dapat gan or it should be like this but more of like Um, I wanted it to organically grow based on our five different personalities, which I think it did um, through the episodes. And yeah, I'm so thankful to get to do this with you all because I have to say, uh, the guest lineup of this season, wow. Like, we all fell in love. We all want to be friends with Lydia Pang. And (laughs) we're all um, so impressed by Lara and I mean, just to get to know these women on a different level through your eyes, through our five different eyes is such a blessing. So yeah, I guess we wanted to wrap up this run, this season, maybe of the She Talks Asia podcast, talking about changes and talking about dealing with the curveballs that life has thrown at us. Um <laughs> so yeah, we just like the first founders episode, we wanted to share a bit of how the past half a year has been for us and what we're bringing into this new year um, with the cards we're dealt with, I guess. Lynn, I think you want to share
1: first. Voluntold. Nothing has changed. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I belong to an industry wherein we have to constantly deal with uncertainty. So for those of you who are not aware, I run a nonprofit called Mano Amiga. And one of the main aspects of my job is fundraising. And I really have to look for a certain amount of funding every year to help fund the school's operations. And the thing with fundraising, right, is that you're never really sure. You can't do actual projections of how much money, for example, that you're going to get at the end of the year and I've been doing this since I was 23 years old so you can just imagine um, how I, I guess I've been trained to deal with a certain level of um, unpredictability right because again even if for example you think that you're going to raise this much money um, that's not necessarily what you're going to get something could happen or there's always room for surprises so I think what I bring into my personal life after being in that kind of situation for so long is that I try not to label a curveball whenever it happens. What do I mean by that? I don't automatically say that it's a good or a bad thing because mm-hmm. I feel that sometimes we're so quick to judge something that happens to us but we forget that it's actually how we define it that affects um our experience of a of a situation or 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 something new that happens in our life and generally i just try to see things um, i just try to see these surprises as opportunities for growth opportunities for feedback um opportunities to i guess you know to to enrich my life and and that really helps and especially now um so i i share this i think now in the first episode that Miguel and I are also focused on put uh, on starting a family. And that journey hasn't been as smooth. Um, unlike Isa's conception during elections. <laughs> it wasn't it's not like that, unfortunately, but um but you know to ones, um <laughs> But, but, you know, but I, I'm even catching myself. I said, unfortunately. But really, you know, it hasn't been as smooth. But because of it, re- my relationship with my husband has grown exponentially. Um, The way we talk to each other, we have never been more honest. We've never been more open Um, than how we are now. And I really think that's because of this challenge um or or you know this curveball uh that we're dealing with or, or this level of uncertainty that that we're dealing with so yeah so I guess that is my first tip try not to label whatever happens to you as good or bad and just try to see how just try to ask yourself how can this help me grow how can this help me become a better person I love that I super agree But that
2: takes time. Same. I think in our twenties we really judge what happens to us, right? Oh my gosh, so bad. Or oh my gosh, it's great. Like, (laughs) but now that we're older, hopefully more mature, um, yeah, we learn to be, I guess it goes hand in hand with being kinder to yourself. Um I wanna go next um and share that uh 2023 is the year and this year I turned 40. So I turned 40 a year after Isa does. And um I think I'm better at dealing with curveballs that come my way at this age and stage in my life. And one of the biggest lessons that 2022 taught me that I am bringing with me forever is a simple simple saying it is what it is. So sometimes I tend to labor, overthink things that are honestly out of my control. And being able to say, you know what, it is what it is, helps you step out of all the feels, all the emotions, and just take that first step in dealing with it. Because a lot of times... Um, things that happen to your point, Lynn, things that happen around us, to us, or for us is really out of our control, right? And for me personally, in, in my personal life, in my work life, in my relationships, when I look at a situation that would otherwise either get me super, super down or put me on a roller coaster of emotions, When I look at it with the lens of, you know what? It is what it is. Other people make their choices. I make my own. Um, Things happen. Shit happens. It is what it is. It helps you like, sort of ground yourself that you are not the center of the world. And um, everything affects other things. But it is what it is, right? And um, I guess... Um, connected to that one powerful thing that I've learned and have seen as well with how my brother and my sister live their life because we recently had a family reunion and being with them you know just sort of reminds you of all the great things that um, these people are so my brother and my sister are really the masters of you are in charge 100 percent of how your day, week, and month will go. All of the things that happen will happen, but it's really up to you. Like all the shitty stuff can happen. But what's your outlook for that day? Let's not even plan the week or the month yet. That day, are you going to sulk about it? Are you going to stand up and do something about it? So um, I guess those two go hand in hand, Um, knowing that when things happen, it is what it is. And at the same time, we are responsible and we are in charge of how um, we look at things, how we deal with things. And that mindset or those mindsets has, have definitely helped me deal with the curveballs that come my way. And hopefully I'm able to carry this. Me sharing this is also a reminder to my future self um, um, when dealing with things that are not in my plan, when, when those happen. So,
1: are, yeah. are you also a control freak, a recovering control freak?
2: Would you say? Um, I think not so much. I am with very, very specific things, but yeah. in general, I don't think so. You are, you, you are, right? I You're... am. <laughs> How
0: about yes. you, Ease? Are you? Are you already? Um, uh, like, I think similar to what you said. When it comes to specific things, hmm. oftentimes petty things. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there is that. So I I've had to learn how to surrender a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Same.
2: Hmm. And because I, this is she talks changes. Uh, go ahead, Lynn. You were gonna say something.
1: No, no, no. I I just love what you said about you. You know, so many. What you pointed out that so many of the things that happen are actually not within our control. But it's really. What what's within your control is how you react to those things, right? So that's a lesson that has really helped me because as someone who likes to you know, predict outcomes and really make it as conducive as possible so that I could get the ideal um, results, that was one difficult rewiring um, that I had to go through during my 30s.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And
2: because this episode is titled She Talks Changes I think of all of us The biggest physical, emotional change Has happened with you Miss Isadora Hey, by the time this episode comes out The biggest change Is here in the outside She'll be out (laughs) She will be out Oh. Oh.
0: Oh my gosh Grabbed in the Ooh. curveballs
2: that came your way
0: this past oh, and you don't even know half of it. Months. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, and um, we'll leave. it. That's for the... a separate uh, whole episode, the na. two-hour Pam, special. Yun, pang deathbed na yun. <laughs> pang tell all memoir. Oh, oh, oh. oh my god. Um, you know, uh, 2022, I think beyond 2022 from 2020 to 2022 i really label it as that time of awakening and growth it it's been crazy that ride um from from covid so it was it started from like a physical awakening of learning how to better live my life to respect my body more and then just when you think oh i think after that because i started to ask myself what is my purpose what is my purpose in life and of course you're kind of like i don't know i went through so much let's just put it that way mentally emotionally um and physically and it's really been a lot of having to align um Things in my life. Uh, you said earlier, Lynn, something that it's actually uh, a message from Deepak Chopra today. He <laughs> uh, said you don't want to judge anything anymore as good or bad. It's one of the things I learned over the past two years. It's it's really not to label things, and um, today's abundance. Um, practice from Deepak Chopra's app uh, it tackles the abundance and the law of pure potentiality and then he raised that point that today tell yourself I will judge nothing that occurs and you know if if you don't label it as good or bad um, then right or wrong then you can create anything, anytime anywhere that's the whole message for today. And it's been like that for me. Um, there has been a lot of lessons learned. Um, the thing with me is even if you tell me things, it I really learn by doing. So when you said that earlier. Sometimes you have to go through it, deba, right? To get through it. Uh, and to learn from it. And it's painful because you know, who, who likes to mess up? Who likes to to experience things that you thought you'd already learned? But then, but then, uh, as you said, B, it is what it is. And you know, I can, cannot change the past. I cannot change what has been done. I can only learn from it and become better from it. So, um, so many changes in my life. And I guess the pinaka-finale of that season is here now. Um, That's where I am now. But it really took a lot of painful Some fun (laughs) times,
1: some fun, uh, um,
0: but like a roller coaster of events that led to the biggest shift of my life, which is now motherhood. And somehow, when I think about it, perhaps it was preparation for it, maybe it's midlife. I don't know. A friend of mine says it's called midlife crisis, (laughs) um. Whatever you may call it, is again just an, another label. But I, I, I call it growth. I call it my evolution. And um, so here I am now, uh, preparing for another uh, chapter in my life—a very new one. Um, also knowing that I, it's annoying. It's really. What I love about this season is it feels like I'm really stepping into my power. I'm embracing and embodying my power. and that, that has been a super and, and that has been a key message uh, for me, given by the universe by God. So when I went to Switzerland shortly after I announced my pregnancy, I went actually to Switzerland for supposedly seven days. Um, but that was cut to five days. But I already got what I needed from that um, healing retreat of sorts with my friend Crystal and in a lovely small town called Dies in Switzerland. Um, and in, she said, I am powerful. That is your mantra. And I even made mala beads. I created it with my own hands, not knowing that that is exactly the affirmation I will be needing on this journey to motherhood because it's really having to believe in yourself, what your body is capable of doing, like nurturing and growing your child, um, make, making, and so after nurturing and growing your child, uh, it's believing that you have that power to deliver the baby in whatever way you know um, and just just knowing that you have that but also knowing that you are just part of this whole that also helps empower you so like I've been great ha, yung mama uh, network and even people doesn't even just have to be mothers but people are so supportive you know because because I never really thought of this i never really prepared so i was thrown right smack into this whole journey not mentally prepared so in the beginning speaking of changes and curveballs it was initially like oh my gosh my body's going to change. There was a lot of that. And you know, body love revolution, it still exists because it's a constant. Sabi ko nga, babalik na naman ako dito kay body love. Kano ko ba okay na? <laughs> <laughs> Tapos na ako. But it's, it's like life, you know, it's ever evolving. So I grappled with that. No, see, Seeing the weighing scale, the numbers increase. Wow, wow, wow. And then at some point, when I started to feel her kicks, I that went out the window. All that the it's not that it's petty because it, it does shouldn't invalidate the whole feeling right? Um it it just made me realize that there is a bigger mission in life at the moment that goes beyond, you know, looking a certain way and weighing a certain weight. And honestly, now I'm looking back at those photos at that time, I was still palas, you know, quite thin. It's just that the number was increasing. And so I thought I was so huge now. But anyway, so there's that. And then I it's already na naman po tayo mga friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's almost like, Okay, now I can relate on another level when it comes to motherhood, ba? And, um to the the journey of, of this chapter in a woman's life. And then there there were some challenges, uh you know, you know, during the pregnancy. Again, another curveball. But you know, Lynn, you, you pointed it out. You said it earlier. Unfortunately, you caught yourself saying that. But sometimes it is in these perceived misfortunes that Actually, true fortune comes out. Nice. That's true. Deba, Because there is grace in that. Like, like you said, you and Miguel are stronger now that you are building that foundation, which I know your child will need. Diba? Cray, girl. Don't <laughs> make me cry. <laughs> because in the same way, the challenges given to Ben and I, before conception and even in you know in the early stages until now of the pregnancy, it's really making us stronger together in a way that in our ten year um, uh, relationship prior to this because this happened now eleven years na kaming magkakilala. Uh, this is the most growth we've ever gotten as uh, as partners. So it it really there is grace in that in 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 the again, good, bad, right, no, whatever. But there is has there has been a lot of grace. But as as we want to talk about now, how do you prepare yourself but, or how how do you deal with life's curveballs? And it's really that. It's taking the time to acknowledge the curve ball acknowledge what's happening because you you have to feel it all so you don't just Mm. sweep it under the rug under the carpet um and then accepting where you are and then making sense of it Mm. because i think you have to make sense and and only you can make sense of why but it takes time even the why not make Come years after, the right? but mm, the fact yeah. that you're already asking, like, I wonder why. Yeah, it, it will it will unfold, and then of course doing the work. We we did that uh, our Instagram live, the right? set the the work self work because there 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 is a reason why it happened. So you can't just say okay, move on right away. No. Mm-hmm. There is work to be done. And, and I'm not just talking about like, oh, is motherhood preparation. For it. No, I work it work. For me, kasi, patterns came up. And so obviously there was work to be done for me as an individual, for us as husband and wife. And um, it's all in preparation for this next phase of our life. So that's for me how to handle curveballs, how I handle curveballs because bata know what di ko alam curveball yung tawag to yun. <laughs> <laughs> <Ano> yun? <laughs> <laughs> pa
2: yun? You you're You you're so ready thank you you know what, um, I love this conversation because it falls in the start of the year and I feel like it's such a good reminder not just for the three of us but to everyone listening, to everyone in our community that curveballs will always come our way and um, I guess I hope our stories help somehow um, anyone who's listening to this support system curveballs changes i i'm so happy to get to share this conversation with the girls to start the year and we're also so happy to share this with our community so this is the last episode
1: of <gasps> oh, the Talks season congrats to us you in season 2
2: and that wraps it up for the She Talks Asia podcast this has been an amazing journey for all of us and we are so 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 grateful to all of you ladies in our community who joined us for this journey and who listened to each episode we would also of course like to thank the amazing women who lent their voices their time and their stories to us to Lydia Pang Nadia Hutagalung, Antonette Hadawne Inka Magnaye Monique Ong Kate Toralba Lara Francesca Janet Shea Anka Griffiths Thank you so 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 much And we learn so much And are so inspired By your stories To everyone listening If you'd love to know more About what we do We are on Instagram And on Facebook At SheTalksAsia And you can also visit SheTalksAsia.com Thank you of course also To our project manager Renee Mo Who worked tirelessly To help put each episode together Thank you Renee On behalf of my co-founders, Lynn, Iza, Victoria, and Sarah, my name is Bianca. And again, thank you ladies for joining us here on the She Talks Asia podcast.